0: Welcome to the Modern Woodworkers Association, a podcast about woodworking from folk who woodwork. Woodworking is what we do, who we are, and what we like to talk about. So join us as we have a drink, sit around, and talk woodworking.
1: Hi, and welcome to the 316th episode of the Modern Woodworkers Association podcast. I'm Kyle Barton of K. Barton Tools, and I'm here with my co-host, Sean Wisniewski of The Corner Workshop. Today, we're asking Jerry Arkema, the five questions. Did I say it? Pronounce it correctly this time?
0: Yeah, no, that's all. It's good.
1: I'm all right. Just want to make sure. I'm with either, good with sure. either
0: way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Most people say Arkema, so it's all good. Okay, so um, so anyway, so how did you get into woodworking? Okay, uh,
0: well, my first woodworking project was with mm. my grandfather.
1: Oh, cool. And
0: yeah, like that's going way back. I was probably like seven years old, but I still remember it. So, uh, mm-hmm. we, uh, built a little, you know, drawers, little thing of drawers. And it's actually, it was pretty cool because my grandfather was a steel worker, a machinist. So not even really a woodworker and he did a nice yeah. job. So we, we did that. But then, uh, after that, it was, uh, when I was in high school, we, uh, we had a really good shop class and I had some really good shop teachers, like really down to earth, cool guys, you know, and, uh, that was probably the start of it. I did a construction co-op in uh, high school. So in grade 12, we actually went and built a house. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we had an English class, but it was all based off of construction technology or terminology. And then we also did a little bit of math in there. And then we went to the house for half the day and we were building this house. And at the same time, they would send us out to different tradesmen to work. Mm -hmm. So that got me started. And then, uh, yeah and then we do like i said so what did i build i built a futon do you guys know what a futon is
1: mm-hmm. oh yeah
0: yeah okay i don't know if that was a canadian thing or not but, <laughs> but I, no no it was it was very popular in the uh, 80s and 90s okay yeah oh, so yeah. i <laughs> built one of those in high school i built a uh, um what was it a blanket box and uh, you know a little side table stuff like that and then uh, so that was probably my start into woodworking and then uh, like I mentioned in the last show, I worked at the steel shop in high school with my family. And, mm-hmm. uh, when I wanted to get out of there, I started framing houses, was working with wood. And that was my, that's, that was the start of it, really. Cool. Mm-hmm. So
2: yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. That's, um, I, it being able to build a, a, a true, like, used in the house working project with your grandfather. That's, that's really cool. That's a hell of a foundation, right? It, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I, am I'm, I'm blessed. Like, uh, you know, right. he, he was such a, he was such a good man too, right? And, uh, I, yeah, I still remember it. And, uh, he, mm-hmm. you know, he did, he did most of the work, but I was there with right. him, and we did it. Mm-hmm. And, and there's actually, I still have a picture. I don't know where it is right now, but there's a picture of me wearing like this shop coat and doing the urethane on it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really cool. cool.
1: I think my first woodworking project was similar except it was uh the old uh, uh soapbox derby.
0: So was that the, the soapbox that uh, you you actually rode in a soapbox down a hill? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Okay. we did
1: we did the riding and then we also did uh the uh, the pinewood derby stuff.
0: Like we used to do I don't know if like, there's something similar, we should. it was called cub cars. So it yeah. was like a like basically a 6 inch car. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. right? yeah, that's pinewood
0: derby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pine and Yeah. And then just, uh, I'll go real quick tangent here, a little story. So when I got into, so I would have been about 20 and I was still part of this group that did these cub cars. And then, I so I made one for the show instead of like racing and I made a little fire truck. Hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it had the, it had the, it was like an old school, like 1930s fire truck. It had little fenders and everything on. It. I put a little ladder on the back, and uh, I ended up winning first place, which I thought was cool until I realized it was all thirteen-year-olds that I was up on. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: then I didn't feel so cool. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah,
1: you came in there and stole their trophies. Yeah, Get out no, no way, it, kid. Eh? This is yeah. mine.
2: <laughs> well that was um so it was Fine Woodworking Live, was it two or three years ago, Kyle? Oh
1: that they did it, the it hardwood probably, Yeah, we did the hardwood derby. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh
2: neat. and so everything from well DiAmi used uh resin
1: infused who know what. Yeah. Um you know, so you had all, all, well, mine, all the well, my, were off. My car was an off cut from a cutting board because it was yeah. <laughs> Basically oh, off cut from a cutting board that, you know, had some wheels attached to it. But there was yeah. one guy that had like uh rosewood that carved out um an old jag. Uh, oh nice! No. Wow. Yeah. And I mean it was just so detailed and nice and you know, you could obviously tell here, this is what this guy does. He carves wood. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so it was like uh it was hilarious. But yeah. Yeah, it, that was a fun time. That was a really fun time. Yeah. So cool. All right. So next question. What
2: is your favorite tool? Favorite
1: tool. You know what? I, I was thinking about
0: this and I'm going to probably say the spoke shave.
2: Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah.
0: I, I think that just the fact that, you know, with a couple swipes of the spoke shave, you're ready for finish. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like once you, you know, like let's say a chair rung or a chair leg, you throw it on the lathe, you rough it out. And then you can quickly, you know, put a bunch of facets in it and it's ready for fish. Right? And mm-hmm. it's smooth. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. I would say the spoke shaver, right now, at least it changes. <laughs>
1: cool. Mm-hmm. What's what your go-to? Sh- what's your go-to spoke right now?
0: I, uh, right now I have, it's a uh, uh, Veritas, I think it
1: is. Is that oh, Lou Daly's yeah.
0: Veritas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I have one, a uh, wooden one that I, I just got recently or a little while ago from Bearcat mm-hmm uh, and uh, that's a nice one too. I haven't had a chance to really work with it, but uh you know, yeah. the Veritas I'd like to try I one day I'll buy the Brian Boggs one from um
2: Lee, mm-hmm. uh, Lee
0: Nielsen I as, as yeah. much
2: as a not a chairmaker I am i that's the one I have okay, yeah I got I bought the Brian boggs i I love it. I yeah. don't use it nearly as much as I could um, yeah. but yeah. honestly, I don't think the Veritas is far off okay. Uh, yeah. It's a little different uh, uh, in the blade advancement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Boggs is maybe a little more traditional, but it's, okay. they're both very, very fine tools.
0: Yeah. I'd like to try Caleb James. Is that Caleb mm-hmm. James? Mm-hmm. Uh
1: huh. Mm-hmm. I yep.
0: want to try one of his. Every time I go, I, when I'm ready to purchase one, I go and he's got none. I'm like, oh, shoot. I should <laughs> go on a waiting list. Okay. But,
1: uh, I, I, have, I have both of Caleb's. His okay. Traditional, his traditional one as well as his rounded one. And they are fantastic. Really? A uh, is worth it? Yeah, I'd probably pick that up before I'd pick up uh the uh Brian Boggs one. Okay. Uh, from Lee Nielsen. Just just it cuts differently. It's um um you can make fine cuts, you can make uh real thick cuts with it by just adjusting, mm-hmm. you know, the way you're holding it. And it's yeah, real good yeah. for doing I would say more carving type task with the uh spoke shave. So okay. if I'm doing some, some carving type task, I will gravitate towards his. If I'm doing some just traditional like turning spindles, you know, from octagons into rounds, I'll just, you know, I'll use, I have the Veritas shapes too. And that's I tend to what okay. I gravitate for to do that. But if I'm doing any type of detail work where I'm really trying to get into a curve or um, stuff like that, then that's when I pick up the um, Caleb's. So, nice. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's it's kinda interesting. And of course he's gonna be coming out with the Travisher too, so Oh yeah, I
0: think yeah. whose Travisher do I got? I think
1: you got Claire oh, Many got. hands or
0: No. Did the Manning make one? No, I forget. Uh, no. Sorry, no. Um no,
1: it's uh, okay. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so okay. So well with yeah, that said, so who's influenced you the most in your woodworking? You
0: know, that was that's a tough one. Um I was thinking about, you know, what like just in general in life, like in work-wise, mm-hmm. my uh, my old man is he's quite a good influence.
1: Mm-hmm. He,
0: um, like he, like I said to you guys earlier, he's a millwright and mm-hmm. uh, he worked at the shop. But my dad, he's it's work ethic is what he's all about, right? Right. Like growing up, I honestly can only remember two or three times that my dad actually was sick and not at work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's just that, that guy that he just you know you're not feeling 100 percent, that's okay you still go to work you do your job mm-hmm. you know and uh he's just it's you know his work ethic and he built all kinds of stuff at the shop there like all the machines he you know he would build these machines assemble the machines and build all the stairs going up to the machines and you know that and really that's kind of where I started to working with him building stuff and uh like just a quick story just about work ethic with my dad um So I was in high school. I'm working at the shop, and we had a snow day. You guys, I don't know. Kyle's
1: familiar
0: with snow. Yes, I am. I am. Right? I grew
1: grew up in North Texas. Occasionally, North (laughs) Texas. Oh my god. Oh yeah.
0: So we had a
1: snow day, and
0: Uh and this girl, this girl Kim, calls me up and says, "Hey, it's a snow day. My parents are gone. Why don't you come over?" And I was like, "Yeah, all right. Let's. I'm coming over. This sounds great." I'm about to walk out the door, and the phone rings, and silly me, I pick it up, and it's my old man. He says, hey, you you have a snow day today. I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, it doesn't mean you can't walk to work. See you in 20 minutes. Oh. I almost started crying. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Dad, see you in 20 minutes. So I didn't end up going to Kim's house that
2: day. Oh. (laughs) But so the long but story is that's the woman you married, right? right? No, no, oh, I wasn't, so. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. too bad. Yeah,
1: but you know what? Yeah, she found somebody else during that snow day.
0: Know. Yeah, that maybe who knows, eh? <laughs> so, but then, you know what? That's just how we were brought up, right? You just you work hard, yeah. and uh, and I, I, you know, my dad enjoyed what he did, and I enjoy what I do. I love this. I love getting up in the morning. I'm excited to get up in the morning, and go to work, and. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, you know, when, when you're building something and I'm sure you guys got it, too, you just you, you get so involved in it. And it's just it's it's like a Zen. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you're into a project, you don't want to stop. Right. You're just right. like You just want to keep going. You want to get it done. And then when you do finally stop, you it's on your mind and you can't wait to get out there the next day to keep going on it. Right. So,
2: right. Yeah. you know, my, my kids roll their eyes at this point because they know I never take off work. Um, I'm not, I'm not in laboring anymore. I, I work in IT. It's a little okay, different. Okay. Yep. Yeah. But, but still, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm blessed enough to not get sick and I just, I, whatever. I'm blue collar. I grew up blue collar. I, I work. Yeah. I just yeah. go to work. It is, it's a, it's, it's ingrained and yeah. I'm seeing it slowly develop in them, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That definitely keeps going. Awesome. So, yeah, uh, on to the next. What was your, what has been your biggest stumbling block? <sighs> You know, I, right now I would say marketing is
0: okay. like marketing my, uh, my business, my chairs and stuff. Like, because prior to, like I said, you guys, I, I really would like to do these chairs
2: mm-hmm.
0: most of my time, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I have to get out there and I have to put my chairs out there. So that, that to me has been a bit of a stumbling block because I'm not a big social media guru, right? I, mm-hmm. I post stuff, but, uh, and then, but I'm learning. Right. so the the website was a big step for me. I worked on that. I get the website going, and uh, you know, prior to these shares, I've never really had difficulty getting work. I've always been busy. That's not an issue, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I guess if that's a stumbling block, I would say that's
2: you know, that's I mean that is from a from a self employed aspect. I mean, obviously that's huge. Um, yeah. Marketing's a little different from from a guy working out of the shop in his backyard as opposed to a, a company, you know, but mm-hmm. that's, that it's super important. I mean, it's the way that you keep, you know, business coming in so you can keep making money for sure. Yep. Um, I, I, it seems that you're doing okay. You, you know, you've got, Ooh, yeah, comments, yeah, that's, you're doing a good job. And, and, and much like our, our, you know, podcast is very conversational and we, we always talk about word of mouth. Um, it, you know, what you're doing is a, I'm assuming it's a large word of mouth kind of thing where, Yes. You know, a certain group of people or a certain aspect of people will go, oh, yeah, you know, I, I love the table that he made, you know. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, and, and that kind of spurs on more more business.
0: Yeah, 100%. Most, yeah, like you said, most of the stuff I do
1: is word of mouth, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah. 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 Well, I can Very. definitely relate to the marketing thing. I, I have none. <laughs> so, anyway, Sean's my biggest marketer. <laughs> <laughs> I try, yeah, exactly, <laughs> so, um, how has the internet influenced your work i I would say big time because uh
0: you know it's there's so much inspiration on it, right um mm-hmm. so prior to internet, well, it was just you just go and do your work, right, and you learn from the people that you meet along the way, right mm-hmm. now, I can sit online like You know, in the evenings in our house, the way we do things here is, I, you know, I'm in the shop and then in the evenings we go, we sit down, we have supper and then I sit down with my wife and we'll watch TV and stuff. But then we'll also be on, she'll be on her phone, I'll be on my phone or on the computer surfing the internet, looking at Instagram, looking at what people are building, what you guys are building, what's going on, right? So, and that's how I came across like in, in podcasts and stuff like that. I came across Curtis Buchanan's podcast, which was like, oh, that was the eye opener, Chairmaker. Yes, I like that. You know, and then there's, you know, yeah, I came across Brian Boggs stuff, you know, mm. Brian Boggs, is, he's an inspiration on what he's pulled off, right? Right. You know, his ladder back chair is just a gorgeous chair mm. and what it is, sure. what he's evolved into now, right? He's sort of retired his ladder back and, and he's doing the, I think it's called the chio now or whatever it is. Yeah. You, know, yes. you, you got guys like Peter Galbert, the guy's a wizard, right? And uh, like, I've never actually met Peter or any of these guys I've never met. So it's all online and Curtis Buchanan and all the videos that he's posted. I have a TV in my shop and sometimes I'll just put, you know, put YouTube Curtis on the background and I'll just keep working. Yeah. And then every once in a while I stop and I'm like, I have to back that up. I want to see how he did that. Right. (laughs) Exactly. You know, know? and then uh, even I, you know, like I really like some of the Scandinavian stuff. Uh, Hans Wagner. Right. Yeah. You know, so without the Internet, I don't know if I would have came across some of that stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, or uh, Sam Maloof. The other day I watched a documentary on Sam Maloof, but I only came across it because of the Internet. So I would say it was a huge influence, right? Yeah. On my Instagram, every time I see a chair or a piece of furniture or a method that I like, I hit the save. So I got all these things saved and every once in a while I'll sit down and I'll go through the saves again.
2: Oh, yeah, that's
0: right. I like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I like that. You know, I can incorporate that here. I can incorporate that there, right? So, yeah, it's been a it's been a big influence for sure. yeah
2: um,
1: Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I need to go through my save files and uh, organize them. I have them sort of organized, but I just and if I if I don't pay attention to it, it'll be six months before I've gone through and organized them. And it's you know, it's mm-hmm. like okay, I got to spend a day doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So. But I t- you know, it's funny too yeah. because I try not to look on it too much during the day because yeah. like, you can go down a rabbit hole. Just oh, yeah. Yeah. No, so I, so when I get up yeah. in the morning, I have my coffee. I like to spend, you know, check, check my emails, yeah. see what's going on. And then I'll throw my phone down and then yeah. I'll just work. And then later on in the evening, I'll check things again. Right. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm about on this. I'll try to check it twice a day. I'll try yeah. to limit myself to twice a day and go from there. But, uh, anyway. So um, with that said, uh, Jerry, where can folks find you on the interwebs?
0: You can find me uh, on Instagram at uh, chairmakers with an S underscore shop, or I have a Facebook page called Chairmaker Shop, or on my website, which is www.chairmakersshop.com, and that's with two S's.
1: Fantastic. Sean, what about yourself? Uh,
2: as usual, I'm uh, Sean w 78 on most of the social medias. Kyle, how about you?
1: And you can always find me at Barton.Kyle on Instagram, the only social media platform that matters. And with that, that just about wraps it up for this show. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show on the podcatcher of your choice. Just search for the Modern Woodworkers Association. Then you'll never miss any of our exciting episodes. And while you're there, please leave us a review. Thanks for listening.
2: You can follow us on Twitter at MWA underscore national or on Instagram at MWA underscore podcast, or like the MWA on Facebook. The best thing you can do is tell a friend, though. Uh, Word of mouth goes a long way in sharing our discussion.